Okay, so today then we're going to so welcome to your life path reading. So it's a chance for you to discover your life path and the gifts that you are innate that are innate within you that you're here to share with the world. So it's kind of we're going to how it works is we take the, your ascendant, your sun, moon, and Mercury into consideration because this makes up your what we say is your life purpose and what you're here to kind of uh, share with others, basically. And it's broken down into these four components. And then we'll use another few planets as well, which are more kind of here to do with healing and your kind of maybe restrictions and where your kind of challenges and everything may lie. So we start off then with um, the ascendant sign. So yours is in, so here's your ascendant over here. I think it's Libra. That's it. So you are in the, so you're in the sign of Libra. So basically the ascendant works then, it's your kind of, we like to look at it as kind of, it's the boss of the chart. So it's about keeping these other aspects within your charts all within balance and all working in harmony together. They each have like a job to do basically, but the ascendant is like the boss. So it's kind of it's it wants you it's it's how you show up as a lead um like how you show up to other people because the ascendant is like how how other people see you but it's also like your your kind of problem uh, that you're here to solve so being in Libra it's all about you're here to create an inner and outer balance you're able to it's about learning to see two sides of the coin and the mission is to take these two sides of the coin and create like a wholeness. So with um, Libra, it's, so it's ruled by the planet Venus. So it's the planet of love and money really, but from the Libra perspective, it's more about um, like harmony, being in harmony, devotion, um, affection, your values and beauty. It's like, and it's the basic kind of, it's, the basic personality function of this planet is to develop like an awareness of others and you have I mean you have quite a lot of planets all in this first quadrant of your chart so there's a lot here about um it's a lot learning about yourself actually and then it's like a big focus in this lifetime so it's in this first three quadrants so it's about learning this awareness of others uh, awareness of yourself and then being able to kind of share it with others and because it's in this libra it's how you kind of want to show up to others so it's about always leading with this kind of this diplomacy and flair you know creating like beautiful spaces beautiful surroundings having working um with a focus on relationships as well building harmonious relationships with a uh, Either, you know, on a, I would say on this more on like a kind of one to one basis, Libra, rather than a, a global, but that's not to say, you know, about uh, not, you're not creating relationships with others, but it's always just bearing in mind with this, this as a rising about just beauty is uh, the paramount of everything. It's what mm -hmm. you kind of want to lead with, with everything you're doing. That's what you want to be showing your ideal clients so if we call them your kidney clients which are in this 12th house up here i'll go there so we call it your kismic clients so i'll go into that I'll, I'll go into that a bit in a bit detail later but 
you're showing up as this Libra to this kind of kismic client, which is also, which is in Virgo and Libra, as it goes. These are the kind of people you're kind of, you're wanting to make connections with. So anyway, you're leaving with this Libra personality. Now, when, so as I said, the Ascendant is about kind of uh, the boss. But you have, so you have your son, though, in um, Leo. So your son is like, we call it your secret source. So the sun is about, it's your, you know, it's your, it's, it's like Libra's going, right, I want some personality to this, whatever we're going to be, whatever we're kind of the problem we're here to solve. We want, we want Leo to show up, but we don't want it to be like the forefront of everything. So it's like the secret source, you sprinkle it into everything. So this can mean your hobbies, your relationships, your decor, um, were anything that's kind of on your every day-to-day -day basis but it's just using that leo always not even in the background but just sprinkle it on everything that you do and so leo i mean leo is this like a, so it's about showing up as this kind of courageous and brave leader it's like you're very leo's a very loyal very strong and always like shining this warmth and light into like I say, everything that you do, having this creative energy about you, and you'll have this natural kind of affinity for others and people are drawn to you as well. Um, and it makes, and being a Leo, it kind of, and it makes you feel good. If you feel good, then others are going to feel good as well. And it's, and also because it's in this, it's in this 10th house, so your son is in the 10th house, and the 10th house is about, it's not necessarily your work as such, but it's more about like your kind of face, your face that you show the world, your own kind, like your personal brand, shall we say. It's how you show up authentically and um, showing this Libra side. But as I said, just sprinkles of it evil everywhere. So showing that, making sure that you show that light and warmth. So you also have mercury here so mercury in so mercury is um it's traditionally it's known so it's a part it's how you express yourself it's about your thoughts um but in this kind of reading it's about about not only expressing yourself but it's about expanding your consciousness so raising this awareness um it's about uh mastering the lower mind to create this higher consciousness so it has to be it's about activating this mercury side this mercury aspect in your whole chart or your whole self basically and it's always making sure that this is kind of you're communicating from this place or from this place of love basically and from this kind of a higher like a higher consciousness shall we say so it's always making sure that yeah the communication is kind of always from this leo perspective as well so always from this warmth always um shining your light because it's so because it's mercury and it's about mastering the lower mind you could say with leo the kind of the lower mind was that leo's um it sometimes could come across a bit arrogant could come across as a bit know it all it could come across as it's not listening to others thinking oh you know i'm the leader here my way's best and not not 
doing it in the, you know not sharing it with others in a, remembering that warmth so if you feel yourself you do you're coming across that way then you can look to your kind of this mercury aspect of yourself and think about just think about how you are communicating with the others and not just others you know also with yourself as well because it's about having having this heat like healing this area of your life so it's making sure that this mercury has its kind of job to do and mercury is because mercury is also about sorry i'm way off the last part so with mercury as well it's also about it encompasses your um, emotional and mental body and physical body actually all three are encompassed in this mercury so again it's just making sure that you're doing something that's anything to do with this fire energy of leo so it could be the case of uh like that it's showing up as this leader but showing it from a place of heart um, heart it also could be do to do with a uh, like make sure you're having fun make sure you're doing just something that's driven something that's going to satisfy satisfy that kind of a fire spirit within you so i tend to naturally think of when anything's related to fire, it's making sure that you're doing something dynamic or that you're doing something, a passion for something that you can really get your teeth into. And being on this 10th house, I would say it's about getting your teeth into something where you're communicating it with others. Okay, any, any thoughts so far with those three? No, perfect, yes, spot on. Excellent, okay. So we also, I said, we have the moon. So the moon is represents this emotional side of your body. And again, it's of your whole physical, you know, your whole being basically. So along with your ascendant and your sun and your mercury, again, the moon is about, about it represents this kind of subconscious. It represents this, um, the mother, um, the emotional body. It can also have ties like to our um, ancestors, our, our bloodline. So it might be things that we've brought over from previous ancestors that's showing up today. And so if things are kind of out of sorts emotionally, again, it's checking out, looking at all these planets, but checking because it's, it's a more emotional side and it's more subconscious, it's about having an awareness of what's going on in this area. And yours is in the sign of Sagittarius. So Sagittarius is always about, you need to be uh, excitement. You need to have this kind of stimulation. You kind of, uh, it's about craving this kind of mental and physical excitement. That could be through studying, learning, traveling, exercise. Again, this fire, again, it's this kind of fire side of aspect of your personality and uh, like Sag is you know the the having this optimism for life it's about uh, using this wisdom through like a, the means I just said through any kind of any form of higher light anything that's going to expand your mind in that sense then think of Sag uh, this moon in Sagittarius is about um having that outlet for that time out if you're feeling out of sorts where you go and do something some something that's explorative basically something that's gonna 
can send you on some kind of adventure. My boyfriend is a Sag moon also, and he's a Virgo uh, rising and sun. So I think it's a good pairing because we love to travel, but he's a lot more grounded than me. I'm so much fire. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you, I mean, looking at your chart, paper, you have one, two, three, four, five, I mean, you have six planets in your, in the fires, in the fire element anyway. So you might know one thing you, you know, you have this kind of, you're, you have this, uh, in, internal dynamo that needs to keep you know it's kind of, yeah it needs it, it needs to but that's you know it's great because you also have you have i mean you have a few planets in the other ones but i can see with the fire you know you have to have you have to have something where you've got this passion going on you know if, right. you're, if you feel like things are damp or stagnant then you can look to you can look especially to the mercury and the moon because they are the kind of they encompass the different sides of us and both being in this fire as well. So it's I really. A, I have a question about that very thing. It's that I want to work with maybe people with trauma or mental health, but it seems like I'm getting from this that I should stay with things that are fun and upbeat to kind of continually keep the fire ablaze versus, um, you know. Well, I mean, let me let's continue because I think you'll you'll hear in a few minutes how the kind of they all kind of piece up actually because we've got a few more things and we'll. I know you're fire. I know you want it all right now. <laughs> What's your sun sign? I'm um, Taurus. Actually. Oh, cool. I haven't well, got. I haven't got. Yeah, but I've got a lot of Scorpio, so I'm a lot of a lot of, of earth and water. Not much fire few things is but i've got a um, mars in leo so i'm quite i have that passion side to me as well <laughs> at get up and go for sure <laughs> so yeah so with the, with the moon then it's just about being aware of that that side that emotional side if you're feeling you know you can go out and do something that's going to ignite that fire within you so something it's always something for me fire is always something creative always something passionate always doing something dynamic okay so it's so we'll move on then so they're the kind of so they're the main they're the main four biggies in the whole chart like all those four are the ones you kind of want to keep they're, they're part of this whole process of this kind of life path that you're going so we can move on. What we'll do is we'll move on. So this is where some things can be restricted for you. So we're going to move on to Saturn. Now Saturn is the um, it's the father figure. It's the kind of it. It can be restrictive. It's it's all about tough love. Like Saturn, the Saturn aspect is about it wants you to show up as this leader, but it wants you to be not just. Oh, having a, you know having a big purpose rather than just saying oh i'm going to start something and then leave it or you fixate on something too much and then leave it saturn's always this aspect of your personality that's always going to have this kind of check like i say this tough love basically it's the tough love planet and yours again so yours is again in sagittarius <laughs> so another fire <laughs> so it, it wants you so saturn wants you to show up as 
So one that uses the wisdom and high knowledge to communicate to others. So it's again using this optimistic nature and explorative personality. And you, you want to expand and grow and experience many things in your pursuit of knowledge. So it's about finding meaning and purpose and searching for the truth, making an impact from a higher perspective. So it wants you to embrace your expertise. It's not going to like it again. It's, it's when Saturn, if things are out of whack, it's like Saturn's not going to like it if you show up as kind of this, like again, the fires can have this kind of arrogance or they can not maybe not listen to others, um, can be very blunt. Um, over exaggerating with the truth and um, may get too restless in, and impatient as well so just bear in mind with Saturn you know it's but it's always if you're teaching others for you I think it is about teaching others because you because of the signs that you have this kind of because of this fiery energy Leo being this leader and Sag being this also a leader type as well, also about exploring. So the both together, plus with all the other, the, you know, four planets in this uh, fire, actually five planets, because you've got um, Uranus down there as well. So it's always about, um, yeah, showing up as a leader, and, but mastering, mastering whatever you set your mind to. And I think there can be many things that you can set your mind to, as long as it's, some kind of one it's going to be for this greater group of all because if it's in this 10th house but also about because of how um mastering this looking at things from a higher perspective and coming from this place of wisdom and it kind of it leads me in actually to your the kismet clients that i said about earlier like K-I-S-M-E-T? Yeah, so kismic client we like. So basically it's like your ideal client. And the reason we say this is because it's in, because it's in the 12th house. Now, the 12th house is kind of it's like where our karmic debts are. It's soul contracts. It's what you've kind of come here in this life to, uh, to, sort of like it's, to fulfill your destiny, basically. And the way we do that is by working or helping or being of service to people who are these kismic clients because like with anything that's karmically involved you're here to work through it and pay off that karmic debt so we look at this kismic client as a way as a means of doing it so you're all these are the kind of audience that whatever you're setting your mind to do using all these gifts that you've got these are the kind of people that you're looking for i'm not saying they've got to be virgo and they've got to be libra we're looking at the archetypes the archetypes of these signs now yours so yours is so you have two here but the actual house starts off with virgo so we so when we think of virgo it's funny because this is your boyfriend too yeah <laughs> <laughs> they have um so Virgo have this uh this analytical way of thinking. They kind of they want to put um but they they're not maybe necessarily because they're earth, you know, they're not very they're very practical obviously, but they're very grounded. 
when it comes down to emotions, I think earth people are a lot more hither. And it doesn't mean, I'm not saying that any sign doesn't feel emotions, but I think earth signs, they feel these emotions, but they'd rather kind of be a bit sage about it, you know. They'd rather not maybe express it as such. So I would say, because it's Virgo, it's about expressing this kind of, this kind of, this dynamic, this fun, passionate, way of being whatever lines of work that may be but it's about helping this client this, this kismic client virgo maybe see that it's okay not to have this uh to be so perfect or to, to be so analytical it's about showing them that actually it, it's about able being able to relax and able to kind of uh, they're, see Virgo, they're naturally they're naturally like to feel useful, and they naturally have this affinity about helping others. So maybe it could also be in a way that it's helping them realise with this fire that helping them maybe put boundaries up because sometimes that Virgo and nature they can be a bit they can be a bit walked over. So maybe it's about using you're working with people's assertiveness in some way. Through these, through this fire, to help them, help them with assertiveness. And it's funny because also you have Libra as your kismic client, and <laughs> Le there. So that again, this archetype is this kind of, as you know from your rising sign, this harmony, this harmonious. Perfectionism. But Libras are known for perfectionism. Well, that's it. Yeah, they they got that from they got that from Virgo. See, each sign precedes the first sign, so the bit of everything. By the time you get round to the last bit, Pisces, Pisces has everything, and that's why Pisces is this kind of otherworldly in a way because it's taking on everything, physical form of everything that's That's crazy. Yeah, I know it is, isn't it? So I think with the Virgo and with the Libra, I mean. Again, like you say, Libras can have this perfection. They can also be very decisive. So I would say with the two clients, maybe you are helping people with assertiveness. Assertiveness. Yeah, maybe you're going to be, and to me, you know, indecisiveness, assertiveness, I suppose you could put them in the same way in a way, because if you're indecisive, then you're not being assertive. And the same with the, with the Virgo as well. So I think these two kind of clients that are looking for looking for this harmony but maybe looking for this balance maybe looking to have this kind of fire put in their bellies so they can uh, they can show up as leaders themselves they can maybe start businesses themselves i think bringing all your planets in along these along these lines this whole leadership quality Cheerleader, be a cheerleader for folks that yes. are yes. allowed and encourage them. Yeah, definitely. I can really see it, especially especially with this, you know, with this Leo here as well, because it is about this warmth and making and filling people with this passion and showing that actually it's okay to be dynamic and it's okay to kind of push yourself and not get lo lost in loads of details like Virgo yeah. or loads of indecisiveness like Libra but it's about showing these to this 
these two archetypes that actually it's about putting them more on a straighter path, I guess, and a more uh, a more liberating one for them. And of course, for you as well, because it's also part of your karmic debt. You know, you're, this is part of what you're here to to uh, heal or to um, to fulfill this karma that you're dealing with. You know, you're helping people deal with this kind of stuff. And it's funny because you're, uh, we move on to your North Node. Now, when we're talking about, so when we're talking about North Node, we're talking about, it's not actually a planet, but it's two nodes on the moon. So North Node is about your challenges. Your, your challenges, but ultimately, again, about your destiny. It's about fulfilling this kind of destiny that you've come again onto this earth to do. So you incorporate it again into this whole um, rising sign and Chiron, which we'll talk about in a minute. But um, being uh, so, it, the challenges you're here to do. But you have your so you have your self node, which is always dead opposite. So yours would be in Libra. So Libra, as I said, is about. So the, and your self node is about your gifts. So these are gifts that you're that are innate within you. So you have this natural way of a, a natural peacemaker. Um, this whole making things look beautiful, beautiful surroundings, everything in a harmonious way. Um, you have a natural knack for cooperation and um, generosity. Uh, you like the luxurious things of life. But it's always about, um, also because it's air as well, you're very good at communicating, you're very good at ideas, you're very good at being able to put those in, into practice if you're, if you have this, if you're decisive enough, of course, because it's Libra. <laughs> so you have this, you could, things with uh, Libra, they can, they're kind of a, like the, the really good manifestors as well. So because they can put, Libra's in the right frame of mind, it can manifest any idea into a reality. So with any of the air signs. So these are your gifts that are natural within you, basically. So you're very like empathic, sensitive to the needs of others. But your challenges are so your challenges are um, Aries, okay? That was um, my Pardon? The Aries was my ex for eight years. <laughs> oh okay oh wow well, do you know that is that is so interesting one because of the house the house it's in it's in the seventh house so the seventh house represents the natural ruler of the seventh house is libra as it goes so again <laughs> there's a big focus on relationships in this seventh house and it's not just it's not just um like marriage it also means business relationships it means friends it means it's one-to-one -one. so again it's also it's about uh what so it's with Aries so with Aries it's about bringing this it's funny because Aries rules the first house so there's quite a contradictory thing going on in this with this first and uh first and seventh house so the seventh house is about partnerships it's about these close ties but aries is all aries is all about uh self 
self yeah basically <laughs> that's it i was i was trying to think of the words without saying selfish because they're not selfish <laughs> but it's all about self that's it it's and it's all about so your challenge could be about bringing the balance between self and partnership but so it's also about this is what it's so contradictory because it's about because it's in this separate house it's about finding this independence within a relationship and this could mean business as well it's being able to step into this leadership role uh, being assertive again this brave courageousness learning to be a star in your own right you know and expressing any kind of anger in an open and healthy manner learning patience um, learning to nurture yourself about this self-awareness independence but individuality is the very key you know Aries is the I am so I would say any kind of like partnership or that you get into it's always just making sure that it's about making sure that your needs are met first and making sure that you've done the nurturing on yourself you've checked especially because you have a lot in this all in this first quadrant which is all about self-awareness so making sure you know i think this is a big theme for you in this life so it's about making sure with aries then that you've you use that kind of fire in your belly but you make sure that you're okay first before any kind of uh, relationship is given and then only if if you were say we were looking at a business i mean to me that would indicate go being in a business partnership with someone and it's using this area this warrior that Aries is you know you, again this fire in your belly this entrepreneur type just like any of the fire signs so but it's using it in a way making sure that you're kind of uh, your self-worth is up there and then knowing where you stand and everything and then maybe bringing it into a partnership of some sort in a, from a kind of business point of view i mean we don't touch on relationship astrology but it's interesting that you had one in you had a relationship with someone in aries considering yeah. that your kind of uh, challenge it was a very it's still challenging yeah right. <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean it's because it does relate to that uh, yeah that that whole house which is about relationships so uh, yeah i could see i could see why but uh, yeah, so that's your North Node. So that's just your kind of challenges that ultimately for you to step into. So it's just about making sure that you always, you, you know, Aries is about new beginnings. It's about, it's about taking those brave steps. It's about taking the first steps and not being worried about failing or anything like that. I mean, I know it's, it's hard not to worry about failing, but Aries, that Aries nature is about just going for it say that first time it's about using that kind of uh can you can use that self-identification and that uh maybe you know impulsiveness to get things going in a certain way okay and finally so we have your chiron so this is chiron here up here it's in your ninth house so chiron is the He's known as the wounded healer. Okay, so before we say Chiron is your spiritual wound. So again, 
we can look at it in the way it's something that's been brought over from uh, par five. It can be what something you were born with, uh, born into, whatever you kind of uh, thoughts are on things like that. But it's something that's been brought over. It can be through your, your childhood as well. But it's all it's all about this this uh, it's like an inner healing that's or parts of you that are hurt that may come up through it. The thing is with it with Chiron, he was uh, he was the son of one of the gods. I'm not I need to learn my history a bit more. But he was he was able to heal others, but he was never unable he was always unable he couldn't heal himself. So when we wound it's just something that's kind of a theme throughout our lives. But it's all part of the healing process to heal others. Again with this north node and again with this ascendant as well so it's all they're all entwined basically and entwined entwined okay but yeah so with um because it's in jet so one is in this uh ninth house so ninth house is about um so ninth house is so ninth house ruler is naturally Sagittarius. So ninth house is again about this higher learning experience. It's about becoming this master teacher, um, explorer, adventurer, all that kind of thing. Now yours is in so it's yours is in Gemini, which happens to be the opposite sign. Sagittarius anyway. So Gemini, because the Chiron in, is in Gemini, it's more about the ability to communicate and make yourself heard. So you might feel it, um, you might feel at certain aspects where it's hard for you to get your point across or it's hard to, I don't know, uh, just to communicate in some certain fashion, which whichever form of communication you use because Gemini is all about it's all about language whether it's spoken written word poetry anything that involves this communication actually I'm right, so. right okay so it's well this is interesting then so you if you ever feel you you're stuck or you feel that you can't get your voice across it's because you have this aspect in your chart, this Chiron. So it's something to be aware of. So it's so it's about speaking your truth, sharing your unique perspective with others through again anything that's communicated. So in your case, this book. So it's being able to express your emotions and feelings through words, using your creative mind. Um, making sure that the energy isn't scattered which can tend to happen with uh gemini because it's this gemini is very quick it's very intelligent it's very um forms ideas quickly and can express them just as quickly but sometimes it's scattered because there's it's, it's so curious it just wants to kind of take things in and because it's this wounded part of you it's making sure um that you are narrow it down by focusing more on one thing so you get this kind of um, and believing in what you're doing believing in your ideas um having this confidence to express yourself so, they're just known to be overly confident <laughs> yeah i mean gemini like gemini are the cells they're the cells of the zodiac you know they they've got they really you've got the gift of the gab 
gift of the gap yeah <laughs> so anywhere especially with chiron there to imagine so it's remember chiron is that wounded part of yourself so uh usually gemini gift of the gap but as, as it's chiron's there you might be a bit more sensitive to how you're expressing that it might actually rein you in a bit from going blah 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 blah, blah. it's about making sure that it's kind of because it's coming from this healing perspective and remember you're communicating all all of this to these kind of clients this archetype over here so it's just something yeah to be aware of with chiron and you know and i say it's in this ninth house so anything uh anything that's to do with this kind of uh, speaking your truth and this higher line this wisdom and everything it's just making sure that uh trusting yourself basically that you you've kind of got this and using that energy of gemini to be able to communicate it so when you're writing your book for example if you're kind of getting you know if you're getting stuck in some way then you could think well you know this is this is part of me where because it, it's it's all to do with your kind of own self-identity as well so it's all like oh if you're feeling a bit you you know not confident or anything like that just bear in mind it's this chiron aspect of your chart where things might like that might come up for you i've been second guessing a lot and now this is the year because of quarantine that i'm just going full force and the things that i feel need to happen and to heal others and things so it's a it's a weird year but it's also a very creative one for most folks i think most definitely i agree with you totally it is isn't it it's just like there is really no time like the present to <laughs> kind of do it all the things that you've been putting off it's kind of it's yeah should be done and you know and i think you know so looking at you know at your overall chart because you have this this gemini in this higher learning so it's using this higher learning perspective using your bit this libra way of expressing using all the passion of all the fire that you've got within your chart as well to actually initiate and get it done you know but being wary you've got this north node so you might come up with you might come up with these challenges about this assertiveness and uh showing this identity showing this other side of you but just bear in mind you know you're all about it's all about healing you and then sharing that with the world and healing others and these are the kind of people that you're helping to heal as well you've got yeah you've got a great bunch of planets there actually a great bunch of fire lots of things to you know to make things happen to get the ball rolling and Rika, incredible any thoughts any questions Anything? i mean i want to like gift some friends uh with this very reading because um you know i only really knew my moon rising and sun so i study this and people think it's a pseudoscience but it is science because planetary alignment and um my family has a lot of empath psychic healers and so um i guess i wanted to kind of incorporate this in the book too and just kind of the biological aspects are like you know universal abundance oh, yeah and how you can change your uh path it's not that it's set in stone per se mm -hmm. um but yeah i i will talk more about i guess how the folks can do something like this too with you um, i appreciate that 
Thank you. But I mean, I just I think. Sorry, sorry. Go on. Sorry. No, go ahead. I was just gonna. I was just gonna say, the more self knowledge tools, the better. For me, I mean, I love astrology. I like personality type. I like numerology. I like anything that's a self knowledge tool, basically. Anything that kind of makes me to understand myself better can only be helpful. But I love this kind of life path way of looking at astrology. You know, it's a different way of looking at it. It's looking at it more of a bigger scope than zoning in on just very little areas, I suppose. It just makes it. You know, we all have free will at the end of the day, but I think we all need that little, we all need that little nudge or that little reminder even to know that we're on the right path. Because right? we're born a certain way and, and it can change, but there are things that are, that come with us and carry with us. So, yeah, um, I guess I was in the hospital in December for depression and kind of healing. Um, it was the psychiatric ward. And so I want to avoid that. I mean, I burnt out my fire essentially. Um, and my question lastly is just to how not do that again. You know, I've, I've sensed that I have to heal like that myself and others, like that is my healing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, it, my advice, Vicky, is get busy writing that book. Just do it. Get busy, get busy, get busy. Just do it, my love, because I think, you know, this whole, once you, I always find anything you're writing out, it just, it halves the problem just you know it's good to talk to other people but I just think there's something about writing in itself that I just find I find it very therapeutic and I find it very healing and it you know and it's something that you've kind of you've got your mind on it to do in the first place so I think that whole process you know you you've gone through something traumatic to yourself and you've come out you've come out the other side and you've always got to be kind and gentle on yourself and you know the more you process the more you're processing it and the more you're writing it out to others the better because everyone you know everyone loves to everyone needs oh, some encouragement or words of wisdom don't they everyone needs some healing in some aspect and they're so lovely when you hear other people that have gone through similar to you which so many people do and you always want to see you always want to see a hero out of it and a success story and yeah. everyone being vulnerable. I mean, yeah, you just hear a lot of like people suicide. I'll just say suicide, especially with uh, difficult times. So I'm thinking of maybe blogging first and then moving into the book, but just kind of having a smaller, like, you know, micro thing out there. Yeah. Well, you know, that's, I mean, that's the thing, isn't it? You can start, you know, start, uh, start small, but just start that, that, that is the thing. You've just got to, that first initial response. Remember, you have this. Your you have this Aries. So remember the initiator. You just gotta just go for it and use that that warrior instinct, that fire in your belly to get things initiated. So much fire! It's exhausting. <laughs> it's like I can't sleep. It's like I get four hours and I'm like ready to go, yeah. and I don't know when it's gonna end. You know. Sure. Do you do like do you do like any competitive sports? Anything along those lines? Something I'm where a you can and a walker and I'm a I'm a more music musician type okay. performer. Okay. Okay. I need something, to. I'm, I'm yeah, angry. something something where you can expel that that fire energy. I think you know. I think fire people they do some kind of competitive in some way. You know, not like or anything, <laughs> but. <laughs> something where maybe like in a team, like something like I mean, 
we have netball over here but it's a great way just something where you can let off steam something you know that's going to kind of uh because you're i think with all this fire you know you have an exuberance of energy so it's nice to know that you've got something that you can but something physical something physical, yeah, physical to, yeah. assertion yeah. and my last question is what is the name of your podcast right okay so it's not my but so it's the life policy uh, life path astrology so okay. it's who i've done so yeah it's through a if you go on holistic fashionista which you what is it called on um, holistic fashionista okay so she's on our instagram um she's moved off of facebook actually but she's she's it's her podcast that's who we've been taught by so oh, cool. angel done out we that's at my teacher so if you sign up to her and then you can see and if you go on instagram you're more than welcome to follow me wildling.wave okay cool i really loved working with you and uh so you do take paid clients right now i will do. i'm nearly qualified so yes i will do yeah I'm i've got so a few more readings and then i will congratulations for Thank you I so mean, much. That was amazing um, oh wonderful I'm so pleased I will send you a copy of the recording so you can, you know, you can look at it at any time. So cool. Because I would, I would look at this and I would just be like, what's going on here? <laughs> Thanks for translating. Um, I appreciate it. I'm, I'm good. I appreciate this so much. Wonderful. I wish you all the best, my darling. It was a pleasure reading for you. And you're a lovely person. So, Tarika, lovely to meet you. And I wish Thanks. you all the best. You're going to be really successful. So I will be following you too. Same, same. Thank you, Karen. <laughs> Bye, my darling. Take care, love. <laughs>